It's my custom on this day of the annual meeting to offer to you as a sermon my rector's report. I know that sounds terrifyingly dull, but I promise you what I'm about to share is, is loaded with good news. Week after week, we listen to passages from Scripture, the weekly telling of our faith story. Or to put it another way, we hear the story of how human beings down through time have walked with God. And walk with God may sound like a strange way of putting it, but I like how it captures an ongoing relationship, how we try to move together with God throughout our lives, how we try our best as individuals and as community to listen and follow God's ways. Sometimes the stories of the Old Testament can sound tough to our modern ears. We've all noticed that God can come across in some of the stories as angry and even vengeful. And then other times, like in today's passage, you heard Laura read from Micah, conversational, God can sound, and even petulant. Like when God complains, like a very annoyed parent in a family squabble, voicing the equivalent of a guilt trip, the one that every parent gives, some variation on, after all I've done for you, this is the thanks I get. <laughs> we were talking about it earlier this morning, and, and one of the 8 o'clock parishioners said, as a child, I promised myself as a parent I wouldn't say those words, and still as a parent, they came out of my mouth, so it's a thing. And it's not the real wording that God, that we hear God say in Micah, but very close. Here's the setup. Imagine a lawsuit, lament style, with God calling the mountains and the hills as witnesses against God's people. In this passage, God says to the humans, rise, plead your case before the mountains and let the hills hear your voice, for the Lord has a controversy with his people, and he will contend with Israel. And here's the guilt trip part. God in Micah says, oh, my people, what have I done to you? In what have I wearied you? Answer me, for I brought you up out of the land of Egypt and redeemed you from the house of slavery. And then he goes on and on to recount the manifold other ways that he's cared for his people. And why is God so disappointed in this story from Micah? Because God loves humankind and feels it when we stumble, when we break our promises, and when we wander far away. And yet... God continually calls us back into relationship. Micah reminds the Israelites at the end of this strange court case passage that you heard this morning. He has told you, O mortal, what is good, and what does the Lord require of you but to do justice 
and to love kindness and to walk humbly with your God. And the same is true for us as individuals, as the people of St. James in the city. We are called by God in the exact same way. And the annual report booklet that you'll be looking at soon and the reports that we're going to share with you in the meeting, these are the stories of our own striving for justice, our love of kindness at our best, and our attempts to walk humbly with our God. And we may and do fall short, but this is the story of how we try and the joys that come when we learn more and more how to align ourselves with God, how we learn how to walk with our God. In this annual meeting today and in this annual report, you're gonna read all about the ways that the people of St. James have sought to do justice through the Great Foods Program, including our meals on Tuesdays and Fridays and Saturdays and our food pantry on Thursdays and all the work in between that makes those events happen. And our thanks go out to the hundreds of volunteers who give of their time to cook and serve and befriend our great foods guests. It truly is a citywide phenomenon, this influx of generous volunteers you will read about St. James School and their own deep commitment to the well-being of our neighbors in need through running their own little food pantry now. And also, all the different ways that they find to make gifts and other encouragements for our unhoused and vulnerable guests. They learn about the biblical concept of servant leadership, the very heart of justice from one of their teachers, Father John Fuse, from head of school, Peter Reinke. And this kind of learning represents the very core value of our school and our church. And as you read through the annual report, you're going to hear stories about how the people of St. James love kindness. We rejoice to be together to share the love of God in gatherings like baptisms, and weddings, many of which we celebrated this past year, and in the always exuberant annual animal blessing in October when, with the help of our Boy Scouts, we celebrate the Feast of St. Francis of Assisi and the importance of our furry and scaly friends. We celebrated African Partnership Sunday also in October, which this past year drew a record crowd with a fabulous lunch, auction, dancing, and so much more on the St. James School field. Add to this Prince of Wales Sunday, a day when we celebrate the extraordinary school in Sierra Leone that has produced some of our most important leaders here at St. James and in the wider community. And we enjoyed lots of social gatherings, a lot of them at my house, actually. The rectory in 2022, I hosted our men's group, our women's group, our choir of St. James twice, our young adult group frequently, 
clergy colleagues, and we had a Christmas party for vestry members, school board members, and staff. It's one of the great joys of my life to be able to use the rectory as a place to build and deepen the St. James community spirit, the loving kindness that God wants for us. Walking humbly with our God happens for us individually and collectively, and together we walk humbly when we worship each Sunday at 8 a.m. and 10.30 a.m. in English and at 12.30 in our amazing Korean language congregation led so beautifully by Father John Kim. And in each of these worship services, we mark the beauty and meaning of the church season so gorgeously expressed in our liturgy, our vestments, our prayers, and sacred music. And I treasure the thoughtful way that we mark the seasons here at St. James in keeping with the great traditions of the church and give thanks for our altar guild led by Dr. George Marks, who ensure that our worship space is always reverently arranged. We enjoyed some special visitors this past year, including Bishop David Kodia from Kenya and an amazing aid worker from Thailand named Heather Askew, who runs Jojo's Sanctuary. In addition, Bishop John Taylor visited both St. James School and Adulam House, the beautiful home that our own Father John Kim runs for elderly Korean men and women. Our congregation also enjoyed visiting St. John's Cathedral to celebrate Ascension Day, and that was an occasion where I preached and the St. John's Cathedral community made a beautiful dinner to share with us, and this kind of connection with our beloved cathedral feels good and right. We walk humbly as well when we go on retreat, and we enjoyed a woman's retreat this year at the rectory, a powerful reflection on exile and return led by Father John Fuse. We have held multiple classes for adults excellently crafted again by Father John. In addition, Reverend Jim Boleen and I led an Advent retreat at the Diocesan Conference Center in Echo Park, and we really enjoyed our St. James group, this collaboration with St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Santa Monica, and it was a transcendent day. Father John and I delighted in leading a two-day retreat for five individuals who were about to be ordained to the diaconate, and, uh, and then I preached at that ordination service. That was an amazing opportunity to just be with these people on the eve of the transforming of their lives into deeper service. We give thanks for our parents here at St. James School who have stepped forward this year, and, or 2022, and rebooted Sunday School each weekend, offering lessons and activities and snacks, and our children are really enjoying the chance to socialize and learn and play when they come to school, and they thoroughly enjoyed putting on for you this past year's Christmas pageant as well. And if you haven't seen it, I would look it up online because it's one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. I'll just, I'll just put it this way. There was a moment when one of the sheep stole baby Jesus and Mary took him back. <laughs> 
you just can't, you know, you can't manufacture that kind of comedy. We always walk humbly with God when we pray. And many thanks to our able intercessory prayer ministry led by Marcia Vargas. And warm thanks for our online Wednesday morning prayer group led by Steve Yazel. These opportunities every week for collective prayer are powerful underpinnings of our community. I have to say that for me, serving God is made most joyful through collaboration. And we are a team of collaborators here at St. James. Arnold Blanchard is a senior warden of wisdom and vision and extraordinary governance acumen. <laughs> and so that's an ongoing joy. And we get one more year of Arnold Blanchard as our senior warden, praise God. Then thrillingly in September of 2022, thanks to your increased pledging, we brought Father John Kim and Father John Fuse to full time, making us a complete team. Your commitment is creating a new and powerful era here at St. James, so perfect as we approach the 100 year mark. We are thriving and God is good. A few more shout outs, I wanna thank the Reverend Susan Stanton for being with us here, and I wanna thank our hard-working vestry. Special thanks to our school partners who are amazing. They support a portion of Father John Fuse's salary as a teacher at St. James School, offering a great opportunity to deepen our connection with and appreciation of St. James School. And Father John Fuse, and I think you can tell this from everything I'm saying this morning, is a dream colleague, dazzlingly great at everything he does. And I'm delighted that Father John Kim, another miracle worker, is now being paid for his monumental efforts on behalf of our amazing Korean language congregation and also the people who live at Adulam House. Such a joy, such a joy to work with these amazing men. And more shout outs, many thanks to our school partners, especially head of school, Peter Reinke, who makes who brings the fun to school church synergy, I'll put it that way. It's always an adventure, our meetings together, they're full of creativity and hope and planning for the future and mutual thriving. Thanks to the utterly brilliant canon Jim Buonamani who leads music here at St. James, most especially our choir of unsurpassed and stunning beauty, all to the glory of God. Thanks also to Justin Baker Rojas of Fuzzy Image Media for continuing to shepherd our online presence and our connectedness as a community. Justin has worked miracles this year in helping us stay connected just as he has done throughout the pandemic. And so has the Reverend Betsy Anderson, convener of our ministry council. This group keeps the leaders of the ministries here at St. James meeting together, talking about their joys and challenges and collaborating as they share successful strategies. Similarly, Canon John Thies guides our expanding team of lectors and servers to help create the most elegant and meaningful worship. Our ushers welcome one and all with warmth, and we're so grateful for their 
steady presence. And I want to close on a personal note. As many of you know, uh, in the late summer last year in 2022, my sister and I walked the Portuguese route of the Camino de Santiago, which is an ancient pilgrim's path in Spain. And people believe that St. James, our patron saint, died in Jerusalem and that his disciples somehow or other transported by boat his body to Spain where he was buried. And the Spanish people are so proud of that. They adore St. James and they never miss an opportunity to honor the stories and legends of his life and death. And for me, walking for two weeks through towns and fields and orchards and beaches and forests, visiting churches everywhere I went and lighting candles, I thought so much about all of you. And I prayed many prayers of thankfulness, of gratitude for all that God has given us and is giving us in this time and place. God is asking us to do justice and to show loving kindness and to walk humbly alongside the Holy One. And we are continually taking big, brave steps to do so. Amen.